0: Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host Michelle Hutink back with my co-host Christian Conway.
1: Well, it's been a busy time, hasn't it been?
0: Yes. Uh, happy belated birthday, Christian.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I I spent it in the mountains. I apologize. We would have had an episode, but I uh, I was definitely not ready on my birthday, um, and I was also
0: sick, so yeah. not COVID.
1: I was going to say we 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 both have been through the ringer a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um, uh, it's just the two of us today, um, but you know, us sports fans should have a short term memory when it comes to how the LA Galaxy uh, have been performing, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's been a a fascinating couple of games. I mean, we talk about the Open Cup game where you know they play down to their opposition, and I think you can excuse that a little bit just simply because you know you're talking about Cal Strikers United FC. I mean they a fourth division side that maybe the galaxy looked at this game and said, all right, you know, we're going to take the foot off the brakes a little bit. They then go get absolutely handed to them against Dallas and Dallas just absolutely ripped them apart in that first 30 minutes. But then the galaxy looked decently good for 60. And then this Minnesota game that I think we're really going to focus on. I, it's weird because I, I, I don't think the galaxy have played particularly bad recently. It's just things aren't coming off and that's, one of those weird things that happens in soccer where just things don't go your way. And I just, I, I, feel like I'm again, the, the ever eternal optimist Conway versus some of these shots have to start going in the back of the net. And I think that's where my concern lies right about now.
0: I mean, my concern has been lying with bond on being able to trust his back line where, as we were talking about specifically, you said he's had to come out. And I think, you know, when I look back at those FC Dallas goals, I mean, those are just three unnecessary goals that the Galaxy concede. And I, I noticed that after that game, even in Minnesota, you know, Bond is coming off his line and the net's wide open. We're lucky actually that we didn't get scored on more. Um, You know, it's unfortunate, you know, that the Galaxy have not been able to, to get behind the net. Even Kosha started taking shots and I wasn't even mad about it.
1: Well I think with the 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 goals they conceded against Dallas they that was a failure of defense rather than anything else. I don't think that was necessarily on Bond. That was the defense just leaving him out to drive. What does he what does any good goalkeeper do when your center backs have abandoned you? Well, you have to cut down the angle and every single time he's just trying to do that. Um in Minnesota I think he was phenomenal. Uh I think if his save against or what was the shot? I can't remember who took the shot. It was Don Lottie, I want to say, uh, that that jumping matrix save where he like mm, goes yeah. over his own defender.
0: Yeah. Um, if that doesn't
1: true. if that doesn't win save of the year, then you know, knock me down with a feather. I would be shocked if anything's better than that. <laughs> but again, it's it's the sense that and, and Vanny's alluded to this a couple of times, and I will agree with this. The galaxy are really good for 30 minutes or 40 minutes they're not good for 90 minutes. And I think we saw that against Dallas and we saw it against Minnesota, where it's like there's moments in those games where you're just sitting there and and I I point to the passage of play um, and a friend of mine and I were texting um, outside of our group chat uh, where it was Julian Araujo gets in and pings across across the six-yard box where no one goes after it. It's like the passage of play to lead to that is so good. And then yet no one attacks it. And it's, it's, it's these things where it's, it's 5% here and it's, and it's 10% here where it's like, it's, I can see it there, but it's not coming off. And I think, again, we have to consider the fact that they're betting in a new number 10 in Douglas Costa. And I understand, and we'll get into this whole entire conversation of do the galaxy really need a number 10. Um, but I just feel like th- th- there, there's something here, but it's 30 minutes here. It's, 50 minutes here it's not a full 90 minute performance
0: yeah um you know as you're talking i'm just i'm making a extra notes of what you're saying because you know that fc dallas game i did not especially at home think that game was going to go that way for the galaxy to play as well as they did uh in Minnesota, to get a draw on the road of course you're like i'll take it um, you know, just, let's just move on to the next game, um, and not read too much into that. But the, I mean, there were really good, good parts. I mean, yes, Bond had to make an incredible save, but even, um, after that, Araujo actually cleared it off the line and then Bond gets the rebound. Like, like, like those are incredible moments. And, you know, I, I do love still watching this team. It just seems that, you know, you have individuals that, are you know just just having whatever issues that they're having uh to score? Um, you know, kosha is a is a whole other thing. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people aren't happy with him, and I don't blame them, but at the same time, he's the one that was taking shots, he's the one that um, you know got a got a great goal off a free kick. So I right now he, you know, I'm a fan of his. Um cabral seems to be overthinking. And I just don't understand what it is with the finishing that Yovilic, Efrain, and Araujo, particularly, that I see, it's like they're right in front of the net. That has to be goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Araujo attempt on in Minnesota is why we don't let outside backs shoot. Um, <laughs> I think you make a very interesting point about individuals that are trying to figure it out versus a group collective. And I think that's, that's actually probably the best way I've heard the Galaxy summed up this season, which is a very good collective of individuals that don't know how to play as a team. And I know we've talked a lot in this podcast about, you know, like, Oh, it looks better. They look cohesive, but still, I mean, it just, it it looks like they're all speaking different languages on the field. It's like the tower of Babylon, if you will, like just everyone's talking a different language. And then it it just, it doesn't come together. And I mean, Daniel Blich in the 90th minute in that game against Minnesota has got to put that away. Like, I mean, maybe that, maybe that's the reason he's not getting a lot of time. Um, but, again, it, it just looks like everyone's talking a different language on the field at times with this, with this Galaxy attack. And the defense has been good. And, and Vandy has talked about, you know, queen sheets are great. You know, being defensively tight is great. But we've got to be much more expansive in the attack. And then I look at the passing network map for this game. I mean, Chicharito, who we know his skill set. He's a brilliantly good poacher of the ball you need him to be on the front foot you need him to be in the box at every given opportunity he's dropping onto the midfield center line like that's not where he belongs like he's he shouldn't be parallel with marky delgado like that's a problem that's a fundamental breakdown of the the system and yeah i know it's minnesota they're going to sit deep they're going to make things difficult for you to operate in they're going to make you know they're more than happy to have the ball played in front of them they're more than happy to let you kind of move the ball and then they're just going to get moments on the counterattack and we can talk about the goal that we conceded. But I, I look at this passing network breakdown and I'm just like, Chicharito, that deep? Does this make sense? And it and it indicates to me something that I think some of the great forwards when they're in bad phases of their times get into, which is they have to drop deep to find the game. And this screams to me, Chicharito felt so starved between Kushida, Uh, uh, Kevin Cabral, Grant Sear, et cetera, that he had to fall that deep in order to find the game. And that's a problem. I mean, like he's a poacher. That's what he does. You you, got to get him in the box, right? You know, like that's where he's got to belong. And I I, I think there, there's some structural problems here where I'm, I'm starting to get a little worried.
0: Yeah. um, You know, when I talk about this depth that the team has, I mean, it, it really, you can tell when you're missing Edwards, you can tell that we have been missing uh, Vasquez. It, it's where I don't want to just put the team on just one player, but you know, just to backtrack a bit, like without Edwards there, or like you said, um, actually it's, it's a bit, ugh, there's two different things going on. So one, you have uh, certain players that are super key to creation, to defense, to, you know, their position. And then you have somebody like Chicharito who's kind of stuck in between players and trying to, trying to find his way around. Um, You know, it's, I don't know. Is that coaching then? Because I, I, you know, that's where it seems to be like Vanny's, you know, not figuring things out.
1: So I argue that, and I was thinking about this while I was, I was driving home after my haircut. I don't think the Galaxy midfield should be reliant on two over 35 year old midfielders. I just don't think that should be the case. Yeah. And I mean agreed. And again, I really hope any news about Sasha's injury is good because everything I saw and consulting with people, it was not good. And I, I've always respected Sasha as a player, as a person. He is a clear leader in this locker room. And to lose him for any extended amount of time is going to be a problem.
0: Yeah. And that's where that depth. Question comes in. um that,
1: Yeah. That being said, I shouldn't have to wait for Victor Vasquez to come into this game for this midfield to look alive. And Douglas Costa played incredible. I thought Douglas Costa had his best game in a Galaxy jersey against Minnesota. I mean, he was pinging the ball easy. It looked very good. I, uh, there was a passage of play in the first half, I believe, where Granseer gets it on the wing and he immediately dices it into uh Costa and Costa immediately pings it out wide, finds Cabral. Cabral gets himself set in a good position. Cabral does what Cabral does, and then the play is dead. Those kind of network facilitations are really good. The problem here is, again, this Galaxy midfield is reliant on, if things aren't going well, then we have to bring on a 36-year-old and a 39-year-old and hope it works out. I just don't feel good about that
0: absolutely which is you know the other side of things is like you've got a lot of younger players right you've got gasper um who doesn't look young i shouldn't say anything about his receiving here
1: no but but it's not even if we're going to talk about young galaxy players off the bench
0: yeah
1: aguirre perez i mean and i feel bad for aguirre because he's kind of at fault for the load goal um but Mm. vanny vanny talked about this where he said the referee didn't give my defense time to set obviously they've just watched pretty much the talismanic midfielder of this team go down injured where it looked like a very serious injury. They're a little bit at sixes and sevens trying to figure out defensive's, defensive shape and like who marks who now that we have these, you know, different nebulous things going on. I get it. I understand it. And it's one of those goals where I'm actually not going to put up the galaxy for this one a lot because, you know, literally they just watched probably the captain of this club go off. I'm, with a very serious injury is what I'll say. Um, And they have about five seconds to set themselves and get ready. Like, how do you do that? Like, it's impossible almost.
0: Sure. Yeah, go ahead.
1: But I mean, it, it just like, I don't know. I think the Galaxy, when it comes to the summer transfer window, which can't come soon enough, are basically going to try and find every midfielder that's not nailed down to the floor and buy them, which I don't blame them. I think they should. it it just it feels like there is a a a concept here that the players aren't executing at a certain level and I and I feel for Vanny at some level because I think he's got a very good idea and the athletic article that came out that I want to say Pablo Maurer did or um uh, whoever did it talked about like Vanny was very open and honest about what he faced when he came here like no scouting room, no, you know, like it was basically scouting was done on YouTube. It was all these kind of things. And he's trying to build a club culture again. And yet you get moments like this and yet it's the galaxy. Like, I don't know. There's a different expectation. It's, it's this weird catch 22 where it's like Vanny can't have any downtime because we, as galaxy fans expect him to like win every game, but he needs downtime in the sense of he needs to come out and say, Hey, it's going to, be pretty bad for a little bit of time because I have to build this club.
0: You're right in that, you know, the, the galaxy are definitely going to lose some, right? Like, like you said, Vanny, our expectations are that we're going to win every game, but the truth is we're not going to. Um, I just am surprised which games we're losing. These are games that for sure us fans sat there and go, Oh yeah, this, you know, this should be a, a win for the galaxy. I don't, I won't even want to say easy anymore because the last time we recorded like that was the thing you know we ended up beating Austin like I thought we would but at the same time it's like you know I don't know there weren't any times in that match where I thought the Galaxy didn't seem like they were gonna win you know so when they came out the gate FCL is losing I was just like I can't even really measure this team right now. Right. It's, it's the end of the season, like the, uh, not the end of season, the the end of May mid season. So you're telling yourself like, okay, there's plenty of season to play. Um, you know, but it's difficult to, to assess this team. I mean, then you got a summer window going, which of course, you know, there's the hope that you're going to get some guys in, but then it's like, well, how long is it going to take them to gel? And, um, you know, we're, we're a top table team, but then when you're dropping points on days where, um, the your message popped up, Christian. But uh, you know they're dropping points on days when we could be jumping up the table. When LAFC loses, when Austin loses, when you know these are teams that and opportunities that on the West you have to take advantage of of these points.
1: So I think the West is going to be a dogfight, regardless of of anything. I mean, for me, Josh Wolf, Torundalo, all of the managers in the West have talked about this, like. They've talked about how the West is going to be brutal. I agree with them 110% because all of the best MLS teams are in the West right now. I think what is interesting about this Galaxy team right now is, and I agree with you, and I think you make a very good point, which is we have so many varying data points to talk about where we talk about a fantastic road win in Austin versus a, you know, a absolutely horrible 20 minutes against FC Dallas at home versus like a Minnesota draw that i think you know i i i jokingly texted a friend i was like when the when the penalty call was given i was like if they steal this game with a penalty that probably shouldn't have been a penalty like yeah that's going to be incredible and I, i i just feel like there's there's so many varying data points right now in this galaxy team that it's again i agree with you it's hard to kind of make a very firm and fast uh statement about what the galaxy are right now I do I mean, think, uh uh-huh. I do think I'm not going to make any grandiose statements a quarter into the season. I just think that's sure very pro, like way too far ahead of where we are right now. But yeah, I, I just I think there's so many moments where I look at the galaxy and I'm just like the, the, that first 20 minutes or thir- or 25 minutes against Dallas, right? That is what the galaxy are capable of. And then I point to the home traffico and I'm like that first half against LAFC. I'm like. That's also what the Galaxy are capable of. And it's it's so wild to see this variance. And I've never seen a team vary this aggressively between like these kind of data points. And I think if anything, Vanny's job right now is I just need to get this team like at a certain level where we don't vary so wildly or oscillate so wildly that it's it's a problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely you know still looking forward to going to see the galaxy. I'm not going to see them against Houston because I, I need some rest and I need to recover. And, uh, um, you know, but you're right. Emotionally as fans, it, it has been up and down. It's been hot and cold. It's, it's like, you know, you're in elation. One second, (laughs) next second, you're, you're cursing on Twitter. Um, you know, it, it really is, uh, it's so hard and 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 not just that but you want to see this team succeed but then you know when you're talking about how vanny's struggling with what he's got and it's not his fault and you know that goes back to klein right and it goes back to klein out and so um you know i just want the galaxy to keep to keep doing their best and to not look like they're in such a slump. Like if it's a, if it is a slump, then they got to find a way to, to, to get over that. Um, And so, you know, looking ahead at Houston and looking ahead at uh, their open cup run, you know, it's a Wednesday night against LAFC for that open cup. And, you know, from what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing and hearing from the Twitterverse, it's that, a lot of LAFC fans are going to show up. And so this is where, you know, the galaxy really need fans to keep attending.
1: Yeah. I think this is a very interesting stretch of games simply because I think Houston, from what I saw against the, the highlights of the Seattle game, I didn't think they were particularly impressive. And I think we're going to see a lot of what we saw against Minnesota, which is Houston doesn't like the ball that they, I mean, they're coached by Paulo Nag- Nagamura, like one of the great defensive midfielders of MLS He's going to just basically set his team up very solidly defensively. The Gallagher are going to get a ton of the ball. They're going to be able to use it. They're going to be able to do what they did against Minnesota. The question is, can they get the guys firing that they need to get firing? AKA Kushta, Cabral, Chicharrito, because it's the offense has dried up. Um that one's that Wednesday game is interesting. And I'm I'm actually very intrigued by it because. It's going to show a lot of how Vanny views the U.S. Open Cup, how he views this roster in terms of it would not surprise me if they go out against Houston on Sunday and play a bit of a B squad, maybe give Aguirre and Perez minutes. Or they go out against LAFC and do that, that kind of concept where it's like, okay, well, we know it's a Wednesday game. It's in a very high stress part of the, the schedule. The league matters maybe a little bit more. I, I honestly don't know where he's leaning. Now, I will say this. I, I think Houston, they lost Kartoskia to a, a red card suspension for this game on Sunday. Kartoskia is kind of critical to a lot of what made Houston pretty good. So I'm not, like, that's a big hole for them to fill. And I just, I look at this Houston lineup and I'm I'm not impressed. I, I, I think there's some very good players on this roster, but you know, they play a very bog standard four four two that's a little bit boring that I know Vinny's going to try and pick apart pretty easily outside of, like, you know, Fafafibico, Darn Quintero, and maybe uh, Darwin Seren. I mean, I'm not really impressed with a lot of what they've got. Um, But I, I, I do think that's... I almost feel like Sunday's game is a formality because of the importance of El Trafico on Wednesday, right? Like, it does feel like everyone's... Overlooking Sunday for Wednesday. If they can get three points, I would really appreciate it. I'm really intrigued by that Open Cup game. I think that's going to be a fascinating affair. Um, I'll be there. Um, but I, I just think it's going to be these two games could define the Galaxy season because if they make a run of the Open Cup, what's, I mean, what was the last time that we made a run of the Open Cup? Like, I, not in my recent memory, and I, 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 I don't know if you have better memory than I do, but they could actually win this thing like if they can get past lafc who is the best team in north america right now yeah then they they could do this like i and mean yeah
0: the, and lafc is on a losing streak too
1: yeah and 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 they i saw them in colorado um and they looked pedestrian i thought they i thought they looked slow they didn't look up for it which i was really shocked by and then austin just went out and punched him in the mouth multiple times uh I think this is a very defining period of the Galaxy season. And I hate to say that 10 games and yeah. 10 games into the season, it's a little early. But remember what happened last year, where the Galaxy were on a pretty good run to start the year, were playing very well. And then what happened? They went on that nine game skid where they lost every game, they did not play well. And then what happened on decision day? They have to be up for these two games. I think if I am Greg Vanney, I start the starters both games. I just do that. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, You got to win both games.
0: Yeah. If I, like uh-huh. if I
1: had to, if I had to attrition a game, I'm attritioning the Houston game because an open cup run could really light this team up. Like I, I really believe that. So that's kind of like where I approach this.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the galaxy right the way they're looking right now even like you said it's a little early to say it's hard for me to see them as cup contenders unless and i'm talking about mls cup contenders unless they're taking other tournaments seriously and and you know you, you, we uh especially older g's are looking back and and seeing what the galaxy really used to um yeah contend in and, and compete in and so you know the only issue that i'm worried about is that you know the the last few games have looked all the same and you know for the galaxy's play so they really they really need to step it up and i do think that these are two great opportunities uh for the galaxy to redeem themselves
1: i think what i'm mostly focused on is can they turn in a 90 minute performance because i thought at times against dallas and at times and i and i know they lost 3-1 to dallas i get it And I know they drew one, one
0: bright spots though. I mean,
1: again, it's these concepts of 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here. I mean, that first half against LAFC earlier in the season, they can do this. They have it in within them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How do you pull that for 90 minutes? And that's my, my big question coming into these next two games, which is they need to put in two 90 minute performances. Can they do that?
0: And we'll have to see this weekend and Wednesday. So we'll be coming at you uh, probably next Thursday. Uh, So stay tuned.
1: I'm excited for uh, the week to come, even if I'm a little nervous. (laughs)